Welcome to the Inside Sales Enablement Podcast. Where has the profession been? Where is it now? And where is it heading? What does it mean to you, your company, other functions, the market? Find out here. Join the founding father of the sales enablement profession, Scott Santucci, and trailblazer Brian Lambert as they take you behind the scenes of the birth of an industry. The Inside Sales Enablement Podcast starts now. I'm Scott Santucci. I'm Brian Lambert, and together we're the Sales Enablement Insiders. Today we're going to do a special edition to help our audience be the most equipped and prepared to navigate these trying times. Insider Nation, we're continuing our four-part series with part three, what you can do to take a leadership role in your company. If you remember the first two episodes in this series, we talked through what's going on in the global economy, how this particular situation compares to others, such as the Great Recession. And we also talked about the volatility and uncertainty and how companies likely react. You know, there's patterns to that. And we covered that in the second episode with regard to uh, what John Chambers, the former CEO of Cisco, believes is going to happen, as well as the perspective of our distinguished panelists, Howard Dover, Lindsay, uh, Kunal, and Scott, as they talked through, in much like a coffee shop format, what they believe is going to happen and how you as a sales enablement leader can process all of the complexity. In this particular episode, which is the third in the series, we're going to talk through what you can do to take a leadership role inside your organization. So with that, let me hand it over to Scott. Okay. What is it? Um, what, what's that show with Joe, Joe Scarborough, Morning, Morning Joe? <laughs> and how they wrap up that show is, you know, what do we learn today? That's what we're going to wrap it up with and then, um, and then close out our, our, our special edition. So I'll start with you, um, uh, Dr. Dover. What did, what did you learn today? So I'm not going to behave, Scott, because I, th- I think there's an important piece that I don't know that we did touch. Okay. And that is that um, as people go to work from home, we had a blind spot with sales management training not necessarily occurring and not a good strategy to develop sales management leadership. Now we just dispersed everybody to their homes and went virtual. So one of the pain points that exist and that need to be addressed immediately is this area of how do you support the work from home environment when you used to be in the field and knowing that we had the blind spot before. So transparency, things like conversation intelligence, things like analysis tools that allow us to be able to see what's happening and be able to address it quickly are gonna be essential. I've been on the phone or in communication with several CEOs in the SaaS space talking about enhancing um, you know, work from home environments, their phones are ringing off the hook because of the fact that sales management needs visibility and impact transparency into the field. Um, I think that's a quick hit. And I think anybody who can do the lifting, I think sales enablement, once again, this is an opportunity to go in and stitch the groups together and develop that transparency. What did I learn today? Um, I, I think I learned, 
I don't know that I learned much new. I think that that's the challenge is that I think many of us that are on this call have seen a lot of things that we've seen before. So I'll stop there. So did an educator just say I didn't learn? Is that what I heard? I, re I got information that reinforced my bias. So um, that's, that's interesting. I'll, I'll take that for an aside one. Thank you. So um, how about you, Kanal? What did you learn or do you have another uh, uh, thing that people should do that we missed? Gosh, I learned if I'm selling to Howard, I should wear an Iron Man suit. <laughs> <laughs> and not ring the doorbell because I might get shot. Um, geez, uh, like, <laughs> actually, no, seriously, if, if I love the Iron Man uh, analogy, actually, because he had all the tools uh, kind of at his fingertips to be successful. And, and I liked where Howard was going with that in terms of making sure our field is it has the range of, of tools they need to be equipped. Um, you know, I think creativity will, will certainly um, result in a, a uh, just dramatic changes to, to how we sell and work because the constraints that have been applied right now are so extreme. People, you know, and human ingenuity is just gonna, gonna rise as a result because it has to. Um, and then three, I, I think, um, um, you know, what a consistent theme of, of um, continuing to, to, to bear hug your customers, so to speak, will continue to, to be an important play that, uh, uh, that, that uh, sales enablement is going to have to equip the, their organizations to, to be effective at. Gotcha. Great. Thank you. Uh, how about you, Lindsay? I thought this was a, a great discussion and just sort of codified a, a lot of points about sort of what's going on um, in the market right now and how to think about what's important in terms of some of the near-term stuff and then the longer opportunity for, for innovation and creativity to, to um, come out of uh, the recession that we're in. Um, also, I, I thought it was interesting some of the, the metrics in terms of, of the sales organization. So I think it was a 2018, a 5,280% increase in uh, sales development reps and, and then all of the analogies that kind of came along with that in terms of building out a machine that's very activity focused and very, um, you know, trying to get uh, those initial conversations going, hence the Ironman analogy and the uh, overplowed field analogies you guys were going with. I, I, I thought that was an interesting framing to think about um, how things could be done differently and, and likely will be forced to be done differently coming out of uh, the economic state we're in. Awesome. How about you, Brian? Yeah, when you look at the, the bulk of this, and I, I appreciate everybody continuing to hang in there and listen, I think, uh, you know, we went with the outcome and, and went over on time. But, you know, I think when you look at what we covered from a depth and breadth perspective on this, we've got, we've got an very clear inventory of, of disconnects that we can go tackle. And I think that's, that's how I would summarize it. You know, we talked at length about the disconnect between um, strategy and tactics, the disconnect between sales and sales enablement, the disconnect between uh, investors and, and, and those who are you know, responsible for uh, taking action. Um, we've got disconnect inventory items around what uh, John Chambers would do in a time like this versus 
perhaps uh, what we're seeing on LinkedIn is what everybody's focused on. Um, we've got a disconnect between uh, the, the idea of uh, history repeating itself and learning from that history to, to lead. Um, and all of these things um, are, are good to identify and from there uh, take action on as a sales enablement leader. So embrace the disconnects is what I would say is what I've, I've learned today. And here's, here's my lesson learned. Uh, while a lot of these trends are knowable to some people, they're not, not knowable to enough people. And I am becoming increasingly light bulbed, if you will, uh, learned, uh, incited, whatever the, whatever the right word is, is how little of a vocabulary we have to describe the systematic problems we're running into. So lacking vocabulary to describe things and why we had to use so many analogies and sound like Yoda all the time um, is we're not using parables because we're trying to be cute. We're not using anal historical analogies because we're trying to show how smart we are. We literally don't have the vocabulary to describe the environment around us. Uh, that the more I have these conversations and the more I hear Kunal speak, and when Kunal and I talk one-on-one, it's got a heavy bias to financials and operating metrics. When I talk with Howard one-on-one, -on -one, it's uh, very much trends and analyses and uh, um, you know, historical references. Or Brian and I, it's a lot of shared personal experiences. And same thing with Lindsay, but through a completely different lens, like what actually is happening. And for me, the aha moment is how important it is that it's all of them. And how do we create an environment where I want to understand things the way I want to, but how do we bring enough people along? Because the only way that we're going to solve this problem is creating cohesion, uh, and cohesion only comes by understanding other individuals. To me, that's really the crux of the problem here. How do we give that more of an identity lacking the vocabulary, lacking the business processes, and lacking the techniques and, and methodologies to do it so that we can achieve these results and we can do it under the pressure that we're under. So those are, those are, those are my lessons learned. Hopefully, hopefully that makes sense. So moving forward, what we'll do is hopefully you guys got a lot of value. You, the audience, got a lot of value out of our special edition. I know I personally did. And anytime I get to hear or talk with, um, um, I mean, geez, forget about what you did or what, what you're taking off. Think about it. You just heard from a professor speaking extemporaneously about lessons learned. Not a prepared speech, not a prepared lecture, feedback that he's dealing with on a day-to-day -day basis. You've heard from Kanal, who works with you know, dozens of portfolio companies that are struggling with this on a day-to-day -day basis so you can hear the lens or the challenges that they're going through. You've gotten to, to hear the voice of uh, a really well-accomplished uh, A-levels uh, salesperson and be able to pull all these things together. My challenge to you would be, you guys are all educators, learners, professionals. What can we do as a community to start elevating that and um, uh, uh, tease out these lessons learned and to make them more actionable? Not one of us here on this call can do all of it alone. Uh, we need your help and we need some of your ideas. So hopefully you'll give us some feedback and we'll use that to inform other podcasts.
Thank you so much for joining. Thank you, Insider Nature, Insider Nation, for being who you are and giving us some feedback on on help this. Thank you so much, uh, Dr. Dover, for this being your idea. I want to stress that it was your idea, and we just took advantage of it. Thank you, uh, thank you, Kanal, for taking your time out. The fact that a private equity person spent two hours with us is a big deal. Uh, so it should share share with you how important that is to to him. Thank you so much, Lindsay, is taking your time out from selling days to, to, to help us out. And thank you, as always, Brian, for your, your help in, in pulling this together. Thank you, Insider Nation, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us. To become an insider and amplify your journey, make sure you've subscribed to our show. If you have an idea for what Scott and Brian can cover in a future podcast or have a story to share, please email them at engage at insidese.com. You can also connect with them online by going to insidese.com, following them on Twitter, or sending them a LinkedIn request.